This is Matt Perry with the Lincoln Park Church of Christ. I hope you're having a great week. Uh, real quick, uh, have you ever had a really bad day? Or maybe several bad days in a row? Maybe you just fell off or a bit depressed? It could be that your life is not going the way that you expected and fear just consumes you. Maybe you're like me and you send invites to the greatest pity parties of all time. Have you done that? I mean, you see, after my divorce, I was a wreck. I couldn't keep my head up. Nothing seemed to make sense. I was hurting. I felt alone, felt betrayed. No matter what I did, closing time at these pity parties didn't seem to happen. I think Green Day said it best in one of their songs. Stuck down in a rut of dislogic and smut. You see, when I'm down, I tend to dwell. I don't know if you've ever felt this way before, but I got great news for you. You're not the only one. Well, I don't know if that's like great news that other people struggle, but it's good that others can relate. Many people have the same feelings. In the Bible, Joshua and the Israelites had somewhat of the same feelings. Right at the end of Deuteronomy, their leader the greatest leader in Israelite history, who was supposed to take them to the promised land, died. Moses was guiding them. He was directing them through God on how to get to the promised land, and he just up and dies. So to the Israelites, in my opinion, there had to have some fear. They had to have some anxiety. They had to have some worry about what would happen next. To them, it was like game over. God even gave them a period of 30 days to mourn and grieve. It sounds to me like they may have had, had thrown one of these uh, big pity parties that, that I've thrown. But this is where it gets interesting. Right in the beginning of Joshua, in chapter 1, verse 1. If you want, you can turn there with me. Or if you're driving in your car or if you're doing something else, just listen along. But it says um, in verse 1, of chapter 1, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan into the land that I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I had promised. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and be courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Some translations, if you look in verse 2, say arise. Arise and take the land. It's almost as if God is saying, hey, quit throwing the pity party and go do what I told you to do. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan into the land. Get up and take. God said all this to Joshua. It makes me think that Joshua was probably a bit nervous. He was 
probably had some anxiety. That with all this grieving, he had no clue where to start or what to do. But God told him to get off the couch and go take. That's all he had to do. He said, I had given you this land. Now you need to take it. God told him to take a step of faith, to take action, to have faith in him. Just like Peter, he's telling him to get off the boat and step into the water. He's telling him that no matter what happens in life, his promises don't change. I'm going to say that one more time. He's telling Joshua that no matter what happens in life, his promises don't change. This same scenario happened between Jesus and his disciples in John 14. A couple chapters earlier, Jesus predicted his death to the disciples. And I'm assuming they were devastated. I'm not sure how they felt, but I would feel that that there was some, some anxiety, that there was some nervous tension, that they were afraid. And he goes on in, in verse or John 14, verse 1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do you believe in God? Believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you I was going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me. But you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place I am going. You see, just like the Israelites, the disciples probably started to worry about what was going to happen next. They probably had some fear and some anxiety, maybe some panic. Jesus, their Savior, the Savior of the world, was going to die. And then what? They thought that life was going to bring some pain, and maybe it would. But Jesus wanted to remind them that nothing was going to change, that his promises are true yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Joshua continues. Flip back to Joshua. Joshua continues in verse 7. It says, Be strong. Be very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that when you may be careful to do everything written in it, then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. There's a scene in the movie Aliens. I don't know if you've seen the movie, but in the movie, the, uh, these Marines fly to a distant planet to rescue the inhabitants from invading aliens. And while they're searching for survivors, an alien ha- hijacks the spaceship, their only means of getting off the planet, and it crashes right in front of everybody. One of the Marines, played by Bill Paxson, says some pretty famous lines that I'll never forget. I always think of these lines. He's like, that's great, man. This is great, man. Now what are we supposed to do? That's it, man. Game over, man. What are we going to do now? So the question I ask 
is the question that Bill Paxton asked. What are you going to do? Just because life happens doesn't mean that it's game over. Just because there are hurts, hang-ups, and habits that sidetrack you doesn't mean that it's over. Tragedies happen. Pain happens. It doesn't mean that you need to give up. Don't let your hearts be troubled. God has a place for you. There's plenty of room there for you. Don't be afraid. Be courageous. God will be with you wherever you go. The game is not over.